Welcome to Dogfin Radio. Hi, everybody. Oh, God, that's creepy. <laughs> well, because I was so used to, like, hey, everybody. Because I've done it, like, three times already. Yeah. I'm just, like, I wanted to try something new. Okay. I wanted to see what it feels like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I wanted to try something new today. Anyway, I'm John. <laughs> uh, this is Randy. And this is Dogfin Radio, episode four, for anyone that's keeping track. That's right. May the fourth be with you. Yes. <laughs> No? Okay, fine. I'm a Trekkie. What do you expect? <laughs> but I do like Star Wars. You like Star Wars, but it's just Trekkie. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. To each his own, I guess. Yeah. Well, we got... so. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> we got a few things for you. I actually got a new game review since last week. Real life got in the way of that. Yeah, Doesn't you... I hate when that happens? It's just like you're trying to do something fun, and bills have to be paid. It's some bullshit. I know. It just keeps coming. It's all right. Well, well, the game I reviewed was Final Fantasy: The Crystal Chronicles. All right. Well, well on GameCube. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Cutting edge technology. Right oh there. yes. Yeah, that was a fun one. Whenever, whenever that game came out, kind of like the trade routes or how I like to call it, the Iron Curtain fell between Nintendo and SquareSoft to where they actually let them make a game. Now, the only thing I remember about the GameCube was that. When I first got the controller after playing the 64, I was like, what kind of hodgepodge, crazy-ass, fucking mad scientist bullshit is this where it's got one big button, then it's got a kidney over here, and then it's got a little nipple over here. Well, you gotta think it was a lot better than the design for the N64 controller. Oh, wait, let me put my hand here in the middle, and over here on the right side. Oh, wait, I gotta switch over. You gotta keep switching your hands the entire game. Well, it's better than the teacup they gave of the original Xbox controller. That thing was the size of a saucer plate. Well, there's a thing behind that, actually, when it was designed. Uh-huh. Oh, whenever it was designed and sent over to Japan to be made and all that, mm-hmm. they made the controllers in Japan. They were designed in Japan. Americans, big hands. So they gave us the saucer, the saucer plate. What? Yeah, that's why he had that big clunky controller. We're not, but and they gave the small ones to the Japanese. My hands are not the size of Andre the Giant's, though. I don't. That's what they thought. (laughs) All right, I like that. Yeah, (laughs) makes me feel adequate. (laughs) Yeah, you're in your hockey puck. That's right. Oh. No, it goes well with my big hands. Oh, God. In, in, <laughs> in Japan, they call me the hockey puck of death. Oh, shit. <laughs> Run! It is the hockey puck! <laughs> Back to the review. <laughs> with the Final Fantasy game, there's actually a few things that's kind of interesting. They actually um, emphasize the whole use of cooperative gameplay. Okay. So, it can handle up to four people. Now, here's the horrible things about it. You can't complete the game unless you got at least four people playing. Uh, what? Yes, each character has its own special ability, and those abilities make it so you can end the game. If you play it solo, you are screwed. So this is a game. This is game is not meant for lonely people. No, it's not. And a lot more things. Uh, no aspect of the Final Fantasy series at all with this game, with the exclusion of there were two characters that were the same ones from the other games. Now, I believe the last Final Fantasy game I played was the one where you played that water sport underwater. In oh yeah, what was it? I think it was X. Or yes, X, X2. Something like that. Yeah, I 
like I said, not a gamer. That was like, <laughs> like I've said plenty of times, not really a gamer at all. Yeah. I and I didn't even play it. I only, I do that thing where I watch people play video games. I find it relaxing, because you're not the one screaming at the TV and there, throwing it's the throw that, controller. And it's hilarious to watch people do rage quit. Like yeah, it's it's the funniest. thing. It's like YouTube videos getting kicked in the nuts. It's yeah. Like, but it's dumb. well. The, the rest of this is actually going to make you even want to kick kick those things even further. Take me away. Go ahead. No full motion animated sequences. What? No upgrade system or deep experience leveling system in the game at all. Okay. Well, this sounds boring. Now. And no wide variety of magic. What? So it's just tapping. It's essentially a hack and slash game. It's a. Uh, so wait, I, it's like Dynasty Warriors then. Probably yes, because that's another game I've played. I've I have played video games at least once or twice, and Beyond Dynasty Warrior War- One. Yeah, Beyond Mario <laughs> One. Beyond the most. Vi- I read an article saying that the most vicious character in all of video games is the first mushroom you meet in Mario. Goomba. Yeah, yeah, because if you're not paying attention, he will get you. He's killed more characters and more people than anyone else on, in the gaming world because he's the first guy you meet. Yep. And if you don't pay attention, he will come after you. And you don't know how to, you know, you don't know the controls very well when you first start out. So it's like, you could run right at him and then you die. And then you could jump over him and he comes after you. He doesn't reverse direction. Oh. Unless he hits something else. Like a pipe. <laughs> Sometimes I miss. Yeah. I thought he came back. No. I felt like I stayed there long enough he came back. Maybe. Okay. Don't know. Again, not a gamer. Yeah. I, I called him a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, with Final Fantasy, Crystal Chronicles. Yeah, this game sucks. Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it sucks. And I'm not even a gamer. And like, <laughs> you don't even get to watch anything. Yeah. But leaving the wonderful game review of that horrible game behind. Got some new wonderful stuff from the world of Kickstarter. Yes. All right. Giving people money to do cool shit. Oh, yes. And now they got a new game that's coming out. Uh, they're trying to get a Kickstarter going for it. X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Yes. I want to see Princess Leia versus Sexy Robot. It's actually kind of close because how they described it was uh, World of Tanks meets Counter-Strike in space. All right, try again. <laughs> Not a gamer. Pretty much full open world. Is it tits versus ass? Cause I'll go it with can. Them. All right, yes. But you won't remember. see them because oh. they're all on the ship. <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, anyway, it's got full XYZ axis motion, so you can move anywhere in the game. Oh, that sounded much dirtier in my head. Yes, it did. I know. <laughs> I've been in your head. It's scary. XYZ action. Oh, yeah. But this baby. might be good for you. Okay. Yeah, I'm with the cockpit. Oh, yeah. I love the cockpit. <laughs> you can redesign it to any way you want. Isn't that a Montrose? Oh, dear God. This <laughs> 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 <Almost. laughs> Yeah. All the single guys come down to the cockpit, down to Montrose. Drinks are free for like 20 a.m. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Either way. You're going to crash dive in the cockpit. <laughs> this out. It's going to have some interesting game modes. Oh. You got to do escort missions or you're going to be stuck in a massive firefight. Escort in the cockpit. <laughs> You can be a massive firefight with ship carriers and multi-seat capital ships. Multi-seat escorts in the cockpit. Get off the cock. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. 
Either Don't way. say anything about a giant load because I'm, all, I'm all no, saying. no. I'm just gonna say the game's gonna be. They're looking to bring it out on PC only. Watch my hands under the like under the table. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much looking to bring it out for PC only. Looking to be about twenty five dollars for the game. Meh. But you can if you jump on jump on with the Kickstarter for about five bucks. You can get it for fifteen dollars straight from them. Not bad. Not bad. So save about five bucks. Yeah, it's cool. It works. And you help a you know. You help a company out trying to build, bring something new to the table and stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. Full XYZ in the cockpit. Yeah. That's completely designable. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know, in case you need to bring your weapons up a lot quicker. Or, not. or could you get, like, you know, you can make a cockpit big enough for it's like you and Chewie and be like. Probably. Yeah, depends Chewie. On the, depends on the ship you get. Let's blow this thing. Go home. <laughs> oh, no. And now for the wonderful world of Nintendo again. Yay. More Nintendo. What happens in the world of Nintendo? They're teaming up with Universal Studios. To do what? Nah, a movie, so it's okay. Oh, okay. They're uh, going to do a theme park. Oh, my God. Next best thing. Uh, oh, okay. At least at least it's something that might bring joy to people. Oh, yeah. Not like that Plixel movie by Adam Sandler. Piece of shit. <laughs> Never saw it. I'm probably it hasn't gonna... come out yet, but I already know it's a piece of shit. I'm probably not going to see it. It's, yeah. It takes a dump on any kind of 80s movie. Any kind of 80s game you loved. It takes a huge, massive, steaming Cleveland steamer right on its chest. Oh, wow. We're just going to go real descriptive on that one now, It was, we? yeah, with corn. And like, you didn't realize we're trying to get Stan Lee oh. to do this interview him. <laughs> he's, he's an old army vet. I'm sure he talks all this shit all the time. <laughs> Come on, spider friends. Oh, dear God. Let's go into the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Go ahead. Nintendo theme park based on all their popular games, so... Isn't this a trend of all the Universal theme parks? So it's like, whatever kind of thing that makes money, it's like, we gotta make a theme park out of it. Hey, Marvel's making money. Theme park. Harry Potter's making money. Theme park! It's like... Well, they're using the same mindset with this, like, last week's episode when we had to talk about the saturation index with... If it worked once, it'll work a thousand times again. That's their business plan, I guess. Exactly. Beat it to death. Just like the horse it is. Yep. And another fun thing for anyone that plays Grand Theft Auto V on the consoles. Again, not much of a gamer, but I did play Grand Theft Auto Three. That is a game I've spent plenty of hours just jacking around. Yeah, probably, I'm guessing, running over people on the sidewalk. So many hookers dead. <laughs> well, they're bringing the video editor. Ooh. So you can do mods for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 versions. It's going to be a Game of Thrones called uh, Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Yes! Oh, yeah. Especially when the ones on PC, I've already saw one there. Someone modded it, so whenever you fire a bullet off, it's a car being thrown at somebody. Good. <laughs> so you stand in the street. Oh, look, there's someone across the, the car you want to shoot at. So you pull the machine gun out. Bam, bam, bam. Four, three or four cars come flying out of <laughs> the, the muzzle of the gun. <laughs> that is a that's amazing. It has the same impact as if a car hit them. That's, that's like the Tony Stark tank missile. Yes. Tank missile. Yes. Grand Theft Auto 3 and then San Andreas. Not San Andreas. It was Grand Theft Auto 3. Then it went to Vice City. That's the one I played a lot. Oh, yeah. And then I got the Tony Montana cheat. Yep. And I got the chainsaw and that was so much fun. Oh, yeah, just hacking everybody down. Yes. Like, but that shit was so terribly slow because it's like you you walked like you 
you just took a train of all the biggest football players you've ever seen, and now you can't like. See, I was going to describe it more like, you know, like the kid that's running around the pool, and you tell him not to run around the pool. Yeah, he's fast walking. I'm not running. That's what he looks like. No, this one definitely looks like somebody fucked this guy in the ass. (laughs) Okay, fine, we'll go with that. (laughs) That's right, Spider Friends. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsor. Comic Palooza 2015 is almost here. You'll see your favorite celebrities, comic book creators, and authors. Hear super cool musical acts. Experience crazed cosplay events, rowdy professional wrestlers, raucous roller derby girls, literally thousands of hours of programming, and so much more. Remember, Comic Palooza at the George R. Brown Convention Center in Houston, Texas. Memorial Day weekend, May 22nd to 25th. Get your passes today. Head over to www.comicpalooza.com for all the details. Welcome back. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I got my Thorazine, so I'm going to calm down now. That's oh, there we go. Thank you. Ah, okay. Thank you. Well, a couple of things with the comic books and the movie world combined. That's right, Spider-Friend. Oh, dear God, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> Stan, what are you doing? <laughs> Up the dosage. <laughs> anyway, John Wick 2 has just been confirmed that they're going to be doing. I have not seen John Wick because after the... Keanu Reeves plays another Asian person in 47 Ronin. I, I kind of gave up. Yeah. I just, because... I know he's Asian somewhere along his line. Kind of like, you know, how tostadas are actually a Mexican, or like an American invention. Yeah, same thing with uh, those Chinese fortune cookies. It's an American invention, too. And it's based off a Japanese recipe, so it's like, yeah! It's <laughs> hollow, full of lies. You have bad taste in the mouth. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Man, John Wick 2 is confirmed. Keanu Reeves is going to be reprising his role. I'm just trying to figure out. He already killed the mob in the town he was in. So what is he going to do? Go to another town? Hell yeah. And kill those? Kill that, the man with people? no name walks into a new town. Or Boondock Saints 2. It's like they killed all the mob bosses off, but then there's still the sons of the mob bosses or any kind of family members still left around. Or Hell, they can go to cartels and like John Wick 2 in Espanolo. Oh, dear God. Yeah, that, that might uh, happen. Then it's only... me. It's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Okay, he had acting classes. He doesn't have this oh. the, the surfer accent anymore. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's what that's what happened. When he... I am an FBI agent, <laughs> and here we go. It's <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure meets John Wick. <laughs> you murdered my dog, bastards! <laughs> oh, and he knows George Carlton. <laughs> God rest his soul. Yes. He's just going to appear in a phone booth with a TV antenna on top of it. (laughs) We got to go back in time to stop the dog. (laughs) And for something really weird Mm -hmm. I found online. My wonderful times of doing that while I'm at work. Yes. (laughs) Getting paid to go online. Yay, the American dream. Yeah, it's all five five minutes between customers. So I found a video where someone hooked, modded their Skyrim game. Yes. To work with a new style of their own controller of their own design. Okay. An elliptical machine. Yes! So pretty much, 
he has the controller in his hand, and he's walking on the elliptical, and it's walking in the game, and he's burning calories. Problem I'm having with this right now, that is way too close to Sword Art Online. Way too close. Yep. And then if we're only one step away from like, oh, guess what? Everyone get on to Skyrim. And then now we can't get out unless you kill the game. Yeah. Sword on Online. We all die. It kind of reminds me of Hack Slash. I haven't seen that. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing with the anime the same way. See, no, There's a wonderful game that it's like everyone in the world plays when you get in there and then they had a problem that there's a virus going around and it trapped the people's minds in the game. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I want to watch that. Yeah. Okay. I think See, it's on Netflix. All right. So you got some movie news now, too. All right. Yes. My time. His time. All right. And I get to do all the little nom nom nom. Yes. <laughs> Make some nom nom noms. I'll start off with harking back to what we talked about last episode Silent Hill, the video game. Yep. Well, oh, okay. This is the last thing about video games from my side. But there has now been a petition uh, drafted. To save this game. Oh, finally. To try and bring it back to Konami, so that way they can release it. So they're, they're And so far as I I really it, doubt Konami's going to go, Oh, look, a petition. We like you. No, they're going to take it and probably throw it in the trash. No, it's like if they get enough people... You know, come on. Come on. We got Firefly back for a little bit. Family Guy came when back. When did we get Firefly back? We got Serenity, sort of. Okay, yeah, and they still killed off the two of the main characters on there, so they couldn't make any more. Well, that's Whedon's idea. <laughs> okay, like, still. <laughs> they, they took this guy from you. <laughs> yes, they did. After 14 episodes. That's, yeah, they and, did. of course, I have friends of mine that are like, why didn't you watch Fire? You're the reason Firefly died. Like, well, I'm sorry. It came out at the same time as Deep Space Nine. Yep. <laughs> and Babylon 5. There was a lot of shit that was around space around that and time. And they kept putting the episodes in different orders, so nothing worked chronologically. There. I talked to some other people about Firefly, and it was like, why it didn't work very well. And it was more about... I felt you could jump into any episode and it would be fine. It's kind of like watching the 18. <laughs> Just watch for the first five, that, 30 seconds. Like, hey, it gave you the entire backstory right there. That's fine, except for the fact that that leaves you nowhere to go in the long run. Yeah. Because it's like, what are we doing now besides trying to track down this guy who's trying to mine rape river? And then we got the hooker that's on the left wing. She keeps going off and yeah, grabbing people and coming back with more money. That's <laughs> it. I mean, that's all. We, that's that's our adventures. Is we go off and we do stupid shit. Yeah. But it, I mean, that's great with a, fr- with a frilly bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, brown coats. Ha ha. <laughs> I got you. So, petition, uh, Silent Hill to revise. Just look it up on Google right now. And I think they need about 65,000 signatures. They're really close, though. What, they need 10? <clears throat> no, I think like 35,000. Okay. They're getting there. Getting there. Another thing I found today, um, Kevin Fergie, the creative uh, director of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, has been quoted saying that they will never go dark, especially when they reach the Infinity War, part one and two. Define and, that, please, because after watching, you know, the Batman movies and then Man of Steel. Is that how they're well, going dark? No, <laughs> that's that's how we're not going dark in the Marvel Universe, apparently. Where DC has gone on and on saying that they are the serious filmmaking you know, genre and they're going to make serious films about comics. And, it's, and so by serious to me, let's turn the lighting down to almost pitch black dark. And have no jokes whatsoever. Wow. 
You still need the puns. No, no puns. No, you still nothing. need them. Because they're so deathly terrified of creating another Batman and Robin that they're never going to go back to any kind of campiness or any kind of levity. Well, that was their fault in the beginning. Well, <laughs> if the problem I'm having is if you're going to do something like that, go full hog. Do yeah. it. You know, well, they it, tried before it, with Batman and Robin because that was the main thing in one of the articles long back. But the problem was, is, it wasn't dark. It was it was either not dark enough or too because like so the thing of their like, dark. It's was like, like hey, the costumes have his and her nipples. Yeah, but like they have nipples in one scene, but Alfred's dying of a deadly disease in the next scene. Yeah. You know, it's like freeze everybody is in one scene, but then it's like oh hi, you know, you know yeah. I just murdered this woman who was in a cryogenic chamber. I'm Mister Freeze. Ah. Yeah. Freeze well. And, and then, George Clooney, who's an amazing actor, but I think really kind of got the shaft on this one. But that that's old news. It's like, you know, yeah. it all harkens back to their decisions. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense. You've seen what Guardians of the Galaxy can do. You've seen what Avengers can do. Your dark and gritty worked fine with, for Batman, but it didn't work well for Green Lantern. Didn't It barely worked well for Man of Steel. I mean... Well, you saw the round rounds on the Green Lantern that kind of helped the movie. That was about it. Yeah, but even then, you're still a sad boy who doesn't really have any kind of direction of what he's doing, and his jokes fall flat every ten seconds, and it's... Green is not a good movie. I don't care what people say. Green is not a good movie. Take all the comic books out of it. It's not a good movie. It's a bad movie. Kevin Fergie... And I have a quote here. Cool costume, though. Yeah. No, it's not. (laughs) Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's a glow-in-the-dark condom. Still, but you have the Green Lantern symbol all glowing and fire going. Bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. You give me... he's still a thief anyway. You give me Ryan Reynolds in his natural form with his eight-pack with a Green Lantern symbol that's nice and tight on there. Yeah, I would draw in more people. Then yeah, that it's called Deadpool. Yeah, that (laughs) glow-in-the-dark pool. And Deadpool's already, what, drawing everybody. Yeah. So... Especially I since have, they killed him off in the comics. I have what Kevin says about not going dark. He says, yeah. There is no dark turn in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. While the trailers may seem ominous and have a sense of impending doom, the movies do not have that feel and will not have that feel. Okay. So, essentially he's, you know, he's on board with Josh Whedon and his humor. And having the comic relief when you need it. Yeah, and not only that, it's like, we're going into a movie that's, we're going into Civil War. Yeah. That's the next bit. Because right now, that just started filming as of today. Captain America, Civil War, started filming, comes out May 6, 2016. Exactly one year from yesterday. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. And it includes pretty much everyone from Captain America, The Winter Soldier. And I think, except for uh, Haley, Haley Atwell. She's not going to be in there. Because she's dead. Um, in, in the cinematic universe, she's dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to get Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlet Witch, from mm-hmm. the Avengers Age of Ultron. We're going to get... No see, Quicksilver. Spoilers. <laughs> you should have put a little spoilers in man. <laughs> Spoiler. By the way, um, we're also going to talk about Age of Ultron, because we went to go see it, and... Yeah, I'm going to give it a big heads up spoilers right now because, yeah, I'm not going to hold back. But I'm explaining Civil War, so there is still a bit of a spoiler. So we got Civil War, but when we tell you, when we get to the thing with the movie review. Yeah. Yeah, spoilers everywhere. Major spoilers. And we're going to do another one just in case. But And there's a big purple <laughs> elephant that dances across the screen that costs the studio $10,000. 
Actually, yeah, that have, he's in there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something, something, something. Dark side. And Martin Freeman, who's also been not—he's casted, but not like he, there's um, there's no character he's playing just yet. Something huh. like a German ally that's going to help Captain America. Okay. Uh, Tony uh, Robert Downey Jr. plays in there. He's in there. Uh, no sign of Chris Hemsworth. They're talking about maybe having Mark Ruffalo come in, but he may be a different shade. So that would be kind of interesting if he's... Maybe he'll be the Grey Hulk. Mm. It's all so massive, bah, but with the brain that actually works. That'd be cool. Want to get into it? Age of Ultron? Yeah, let's get into it. But first, here's another word from our sponsors. Comic Palooza 2015 is almost here. You'll see your favorite celebrities, comic book creators, and authors. Hear super cool musical acts. Experience crazed cosplay events, rowdy professional wrestlers, raucous roller derby girls, literally thousands of hours of programming, and so much more. Remember, Comic Palooza at the George R. Brown Convention Center in Houston, Texas. Memorial Day weekend, May 22nd to 25th. Get your passes today. Head over to www.comicpalooza.com for all the details. Welcome back. Okay, so, spoiler alert, we saw Age of Ultron, and we're about to tell you what we think of it. This will be heavy on the spoilers, because I I think I've given you enough time to... But I'll give you the too-long-didn't-read version of it. Yeah, um, you can go ahead and stop this recording and go out and watch this movie. It's actually really good. Yes. <laughs> but don't watch it in IMAX or 3D. Go no. watch it in regular theaters. Like Much like- more fun. Especially, you know, an Alamo Draft House or Star Cinema Grill. Oh, yeah. Especially on Tuesday at Star Cinema Grill. It's cheap. Six bucks. There's a really cute ticket girl, and um, my number is actually on the bottom of the website, so just let me know. I don't think she listens to this podcast. I'm going to give her the card when I go back. Okay. (laughs) Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. We'll start with the. We'll just start with a general. What did you think of it? The movie was very well done, especially when right at the beginning, it just kind of throws you right into the action. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree with that. I plus a lot of the things that you was in the trailers was at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> that is true. Basically, everything we saw in the trailers well, makes an appearance. Basically, almost everything that we saw makes it in the movie. I did see an article where some of the stuff that was in the trailer got cut out or was actually never set up to be in there yeah but at least most of the stuff happened in the first 10 minutes oh yeah a lot of the stuff happened in the first 10 minutes i've seen it twice now so far i'm probably going to see it again a few more times before i think this month is over and i saw it in imax for the first you know the first time i saw it i saw it imax 3d you know massive screen i saw dark knight rises that way yeah but it wasn't in 3d it was just imax that surreal dark knight rises in imax imax 3d not so much. And I think it might just be me, my way that I'm doing it, because I'm trying to look at the, the picture, the whole thing, and I'm getting the rim of the glasses in my vision. Yeah. And it keeps throwing me out. And it, every time I'm trying to watch something, it throws me out. And the sound is is massive, and it jars you, and it you know shakes you to the core, which is awesome in The Dark Knight, where they're not doing a lot of talking. It's just that score. Dunno, 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 dunno. Yeah. But in Avengers... There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot, I mean, the action scenes are there, but this movie's built on dialogue. I don't think IMAX is good for that. No. You don't see a lot of, like, 
when Harry met Sally, she's coming to IMAX. I'm like, no. <laughs> That's one of those things you don't really want to see in IMAX. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know. Especially in 3D. But there's still, the parts that we don't see in the trailers, they're still very fun. They're still, they're still important. But the problem is IMAX throws it out. Yeah. The way it does. Because when I saw it the second time, uh, at a normal theater, normal-ish, and we're, you know, regular sound for a theater, I got jokes. Yeah, I got, I got, I got all the puns. I got the jokes. I still got all the action. It was still beautifully scored. I saw all the visuals were still amazing. And just keep in mind, also, the captain wouldn't like all our language we had earlier on. Oh yeah, <laughs> watch your language. Watch your language. Gosh darn it. Oh man, that was that. I got an IMAX and in the regular thing. There was one. Well, we'll get to that later. But there are a few of these. We'll like, there. Yeah, there's a few of these like small jokes you don't get because. Hey, that's really funny. I was like, what the? F-? Okay, I guess we'll just do the whole synopsis, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do the whole synopsis. Okay, so starts off, and apparently this starts not at the end of Avengers, but it starts at the actually the end of Agents of Shield. Season, okay. season two, Agents of Shield ends with this bunker showing up. Coulson tells Maria Hill, "Hey, I think I found what you guys are looking for. There's a couple of enhance there. You might want to take a look at it." Okay, we'll send in the Avengers. Boom! Age of Ultron starts up right then and there. So our Marvel Cinematic Universe is so integrated that it's insane. It helps though. I mean, but still, if you miss like for me, I don't watch Agent Carter or Age of, Agents of Shield or, or Agents of Shield. Just because I work all the time. I know. And I don't have enough room on my DVR. Well, <laughs> but anyway, it's just so... But it, I just... Yeah, that's cool. And it helps to save the time for those who... Try, and, you know... Try to do backstory. Yeah, and backstory. This. Like, whatever. Where do they get this place from? Doesn't that really... Doesn't matter that much. But it's cooler to know that, hey, it took some effort to get there. And, like, we had guys investigating and stuff like that. So it's the whole team. Iron Man... Thor, Luke trying to get the Loki pokey stick. Yeah. Hawkeye, Hulk, Captain America, making it in our way into this. What fucking country were they in? Slovakia? Slovakia? No Namastan? Yeah, we had no Namastan. Something along those lines where it's in the middle of one of the it was Russian cold. blocks. Yeah. It was cold and there was, it smelled like cabbage, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah, poor guy. But. <laughs> So they're in a cabbage stand, and they're trying to get. Yeah, the I'm gonna try to find that on a map. Cabbage stand. <laughs> it's right next to Shudema stand and ethnic cleansing. <laughs> they're trying to get back the Loki pokey stick, and essentially, the first guy to tag it is Iron Man, who gets then tagged by Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, just like in the in the trailer where you, he's you see everyone all. There you see the Captain America shield splitting Twain. Yeah, that's what she shows him. Yeah, his his future, his destiny, or his fear. I don't know which one it was. It was, it was one of the three. Yeah. But it's all in one. Yeah. <sighs> oh, and that splash panel was like all of them jumping over that hill. That yep. was the baddest. That was awesome. And then you got time screen, Age of Ultron. So they take the Loki Spokey stick back to Avengers Tower, and Iron Man figures out that the the stick itself is a computer of some kind. Yeah, like an organic computer that's much that just acts just like Jarvis, but more advanced. But more advanced. Because actually, when they put it on the holographic display, 
here's Jarvis. Okay, stuff swirling around. Okay, actual like gear looking. And then you had what they found on. Yeah, what's inside the Loki Pokey stick? Yeah, and like, and him and Bruce Banner are looking at it, and like it looks like neurons firing. It's it's a or it's you know it's a mechanical brain. Yeah, and they're like, you know what we could do. We could put this inside the Iron Legion, which shows up a little bit in, you know, Cabbage Stand. And what they call it. Always Cabbage Stand. It's going to be Cabbage Stand because I don't remember the name. Cabbage Stand. Right on the corner of Ethnic Cleansing and. Um, <laughs> shoot up Stand. Shoot up Stand. You took my babies. But they, you know, they, they fall in from the sky and they all have the voice of Jarvis. Please back away. You know, please take, you know, sit around and. But they're all drones. They're all drone Iron Men. Yeah, and that's when one of them got all upset with him through a bag of acid at its head and yeah. half dissolved it. And they got, got all that grody look that shows up later. You know, so the Iron Legion is down below getting repaired. And upstairs, Daddy's making a. thinking about adding on a supercharged brain to try and make. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. You know, and we're going to create the Ultron project, and it's going to be a pseudo armor around the world. Yeah. Sounds like a cold world, Tony. <laughs> Didn't hear that in IMAX at all. I like, <laughs> uh, love the old Cold War references. Yeah. We get our first montage, and then the two buddies, the two mad scientists build, try to build Ultron, and it keeps failing, but then Jarvis is was like, oh, why don't you just go ahead, and we'll take care of this. And yeah, go to the party, I'll sit here, and... Trying to get it going. And as soon as they walk out the door, that's whenever it goes, hey, we yeah. found something that works. Like it always does. Every time you're building something like Flubber or, or apparently Ultron, <laughs> it works better when you're not watching it. <laughs> Just leave the room. It'll come to life and kill us all. It's okay. That would be a really fucked up movie if Flubber did that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Flubber just went back and killed us all. <laughs> just bouncing around. Killing and it sounded all. just like James Spader. Yeah. Like, and what's really bad? Oh, no, that, no, what that would be called then? It'd be called the Blob. It would be called the Blob. No, I was hoping it like it would have the same abilities, like bouncing around, but it would just grab on people's faces, like the the face hugger and aliens, and be like, <laughs> and, and then slowly dissolve them. Away. Yeah, and then like like they like, or get inside their internal organs and like just mind control them. That'd be interesting. And then like it's like. I can't let you do that, Dave. Like, what are you talking about? What, are you, what Dave? My name's Bill. And it's like, it just doesn't like hold out a hand. It just kind of vomits. I'm going to write this movie. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. I got to write this down. Because <laughs> fucking, this is terrifying. It's like, what? Flubber meets Ultra. <laughs> oh, God. There's a fan fiction right there. All right. Hang on. I'll put that in the back burner for later, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to call it. It's not going to be Flubber. Yeah, you know, copyright infringement. It can't be meets Ultron. You can probably change a word, a letter, and then you're like, Ultron or something. Flubron. Flubron. <laughs> Flubron meets Altron. Flubron meets Altron. <laughs> Flubtron. <laughs> so, the party scene. I heard that, because it's, it's the Avengers partying with a bunch of people and World War II veterans. Oh, yeah, then... Stan Lee makes his, his, cameo. his cameo, which he's so good at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whenever he, you got Thor there with a little tiny flask that's probably about... Like, this was aged in a thousand years of like of the ships of Valhalla Submos Hogles. And it's like, whatever, whatever, you puss. Bring it over here. I want to take a I drink. I went to Omaha Beach. I went to <laughs> Omaha Beach. That was hell. <laughs> My dick's bigger than your arm. And then next Stanley, you see him there just like, hey, Thor, 
drunk off his Hilarious. Best. And, you know, cute. Oh, yeah. Because he's an old man, so. <laughs> anyway, um, then we get that famous scene we see in the trailer where everyone tries to pick up the hammer. It's kind of instigated by Jeremy Renner and is like, whoever is the mightiest shall pick up Thor. It's, 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 a, it's a trick. It's then, a, yeah, Tony Stark, whoever holds Thor's fingerprints. Yeah, whoever holds <laughs> Thor's fingerprints shall lift the hammer. Uh, that is the cutest thing when Captain America, Chris Evans, picks takes yeah. his shot. And picks it, it up and then the hammer slightly moves. You, and you, you hear it like creak <laughs> and you just look on Chris Hemsworth's face like, like oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing moved. <laughs> Don't take away my kingdom. <laughs> Natalie Portman's going to leave me. <laughs> you have the other ones on there. That comes back later, by the way. Foreshadowing is that. <laughs> That's not desaturating the whole movie. Yeah, but see, I'm going with the DC's version of foreshadowing. Make it all dark. (laughs) Foreshadowing is that, where you take something slightly funny and, like, a little bit of, like, you know, whatever, and then it brings it back at the end where it's like, uh, Uh, okay. (laughs) But then you got uh, Brody and Tony Stark trying to lift the hammer with the Iron Man gloves with the retro jets going on. Like, That's funny. Just kind of, are you lifting? I'm, I'm, I'm lifting. Just lifting. represent. Are you on my team? <laughs> I am. Represent. Just represent. Oh. And then, okay, so then we'll break. Then Hulk gives it a shot. Who, I think he's lifted it once, right? In the comics. No, he's lifted in like the other Avengers too. He like picked it up and threw it. Okay. Pretty oh. sure. Unless it's just my mind just going, hey, let's fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember in the carrier, he tried to lift it up and he ends up crushing the floor beneath him. Yeah. But then, anyway. He tries, but it's it's more like a cute, eh, it's not going to work. Uh, he, yeah, I can't get angry. But that brings me to my... Uh, Scarlet Witch. Not the Scarlet Witch. No, Scar- uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yes. Because I was Scarlet Johansson. Yeah. Mm. And she's like, here, you want to try it? No, I don't need to... I don't need to answer that question. <laughs> Like, oh, just just grab it, baby. <laughs> just stroke the shaft. Just, just yeah, just do us all a favor and stroke the shaft. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of a thing. Because later on in the in the beginning, to calm the Hulk down, she's a she's a lullaby. Oh yeah, it's just a. I think it's what it is. Hand. What is it called? Neuralingus manipulation. Mm. Essentially, what it is. Because I remember seeing that form before, where it's like she touched him on certain spots. And that triggers his brain to go to sleep. Yeah. And that's how, you know, neuralistic programming, there it is. So he essentially created his own off switch using her. Which is, I mean, that's kind of a big thing. It's like, I think that's kind of trusting. And that, plus they also have the other off switch, Veronica, which we'll get back to. Yeah, that was interesting. Yes. And kind of, yeah, we'll get to that and I'll, I'll let my little two cents in on that one. Okay. So we got to the party, and then everyone's trying to lift it, and then we get a loud buzzing noise, and it's by Ultron. Ultron. All jacked up and grody looking. Kind of walking in there like Pinocchio, just yeah. has strings cut. Just like... Uh, yeah, it's just... He, just, he swaggers in. Yeah, yeah, and leaking fluids everywhere. Okay, I gotta say, James Bader did an amazing job as Ultron. He was the weirdest robot villain I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like Especially a, put teeth on him, too. Yeah, like a Dalek, if you gave it the personality of a Bond villain, who was actually kind of cool. Like, not... Hmm. I'm trying to think of who... What Bond villain... That actually walked and not hovered in a little... Right. Fr- in a fridge. Because <laughs> what happens is Ultron takes over Jarvis and then uses the Iron Legion as... Well, he destroys Jarvis. Well, yeah, he destroys Jarvis. 
and then he uh, takes over the Iron Legion as like puppets for his bidding. And they have another fight sequence. Cap wins. Thor wins. Iron Man kind of wins. And then like Hulk falls on top of Scarlett Johansson and she says, don't turn green. <laughs> I don't want your big dick on me. <laughs> it not, won't fit. Not yet. <laughs> then Ultron escapes. At least they're keeping with the same actor doing the Hulk and like the movie Hulk and then the Incredible Hulk. Oh, we just changed them out twice. It's okay. Well, yeah. At least it was kind of consistent. Yeah. Maybe he just left. Because, yeah, he ends up in Brazil and at the end of Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. And then in Incredible Hulk, he's in Brazil. Yeah. So that's, you know, consistently. Yeah. And then when you get to Avengers, he's like, the last time I was in Harlem, I kind of blew it up. Yeah. Which is the end of Incredible Hulk. I think Ruffalo is a much better choice. Yes. I like him. He's... He is that kind of... Because Banner was too pretty. Norton was a little bit too intense. Yeah. And it's like Bruce Banner needs to be more of docile, but still carry the ability to, you know, to convey rage. Well, that's kind of like with the first one. I was like, how are you getting angry? That's, that's my secret. I'm always angry. I'm always angry. <laughs> Ultron's out there now. All the guys are coming in, and then... Thor gets really super pissed because they took the Loki Pokey stick. Yeah. And he's like, now I have to go back and find this fucking thing. It took us like 20 goddamn... Captain w- would not appreciate that language. He would not appreciate that language. <laughs> Watch your mouth. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. <laughs> and that was actually the beginning. Of, well, let's, we're just going to segue back to the beginning. Yeah. Well, everyone's trying to like, okay, go over here. Get the hell over there. And then here's Captain America just on the radio going, language... Well, it starts off because Tony's trying to get through the building and it hits a force field and he goes, shit. Yep. And it's like, language. And then Tony's like, is no one going to remark that Captain just said, said language? language? <laughs> I know, but it just slipped out. <laughs> oh. oh, gosh darn it, we're going to keep going. I'm <laughs> gosh not gonna darn hear... it, watch your language. <laughs> I'm not going to hear the end of this, am I? Nope. nope. And that guy keeps running Full force through the entire movie. Oh, shit. The whole movie. <laughs> it's every turn. There's that. They try to pull that thing. So he goes after Vibranium next, right? Um, yeah. After he, you know, he, well. Because Ultron clears out their files. Yeah. But, like, no. They didn't clear out all the files. They didn't take the hard copies. Yeah. Then they find out that there's this arms dealer. Who yeah, is Tony recognized him from one of the arms conventions that yeah. he went to a long time ago when he was as actually you know more of a warmonger than uh, you know a superhero piece. yeah and he's like hey you know I didn't sell him anything I just know him but I know he's a bad guy and apparently he's from the country that oh. contains the the vibra- the only it's, place you get vibrant it's bigger than that they 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 recognize him from a brand. That uh, that's on the the guy's neck. Oh yeah, the tattoo. But it's on a language from um, Wadada. Yeah, which is the homeland of Black Panther. Ooh, there we go. I forgot about that. Yeah, so it's the it's his, it's the home country of Black Panther. That brand came from the king and Black Panther. Yeah. You, it doesn't. They don't say it out loud, but they kind of hint at it. It's like this cost me a lot of trouble to get to, and uh, it's like, yeah, I wonder why because you barely went out there with your life. Yeah. The one thing that comes out of this country that is the most precious metal in the world is vibranium. The same metal that Captain America's shield is made out of. The most versatile metal in the world, and they use it to make a frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> Another line from Ultron. James Spader's the best in this yeah. movie. Every line out of his mouth is so much fun. They go to 
this African country and try to get the vibranium before Ultron does. That's Fail true. miserably because yeah, the Ultron already got there <laughs> and brought the twins with him too, yeah. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, Quicksilver, which are never mentioned. No, well, the funny thing is with Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in the comics, yeah, they were Magneto's spawns. Well, yeah, that too, but, but it's okay. It's a movie. They're gonna fudge that a little bit. Well, the thing about it is, according to the you know, according to the contract that Marvel has with Fox. Fox owns anything that has to do with mutant because somehow the House of M is outside of that branch. The characters, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, not the names, just the characters themselves, are outside of that. They can be used as Marvel properties. Yeah. So that's how they got around that. It's like... It'll just be just a short time before they get killed off too. Right. But in in Days of Futures Past, you see them too. Haven't gotten that far into Days of Futures Past. You haven't? Oh, man. Quicksilver... Is the best in that movie. This one, not so much. Yeah. I mean, he's good. He's better because, again, I like I like more humor with my superheroes. This guy has plenty of humor. And Days of Future's Past, you don't see a lot of Scarlet Witch because she's like I don't know I don't know how they're twins if he's like seventeen and she's like three. Yeah, but and it's nineteen sixty. Don't know. But anyway, so yeah. But it's a Marvel, you know, we got our own thing going on with these guys. But they're twins. He's fast and she's weird. Yeah. As it said later on. So Ultron and the twins take on Captain America, Scarlet Witch, Iron Man. Hulk staying in the van because they don't want to call a code green until they have to. And uh, Hawkeye. This movie should have been called Hawkeye Saves Our Asses. Again. Again. <laughs> or like... Avengers 2, Age of Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. Because most of this movie revolves around Jeremy Renner and his scenes. Yeah. Some, he, he instigates pretty much all the best scenes where it's like, you know, the hammer scene started by Jeremy Renner. The, you didn't see that coming? You know, <laughs> that's from Jeremy, that's a scene with Jeremy Renner. His dynamic with Quicksilver is actually pretty cool too. Oh, yeah. I could, I could do it. Especially no, with the puns, like, yeah, just right there. Arrow pointing out. No, I, could, I could do it. Nobody, nobody would know. Nobody know. Last time I saw him, he was fighting Ultron. I don't know. Exactly. And that line, you know, that speech he gives Scarlet Witch in the movie, which is in the trailer too. It's like, you walk out that door and you're an Avenger. I see pictures and images of that scene, but then Spider-Man runs out the door like, yay! <laughs> Did not expect that. <laughs> but it makes sense with that imagery. That would be some shit, man. If we could get Spider-Man. Just, I don't know what he would have done in this situation. Gotten shot? Probably. <laughs> Can't flip your way out of this one. There's no spider jizz on this one. Language? Language. Jizz is not a bad word. So, Scarlet Witch apparently has not only telekinesis and matter manipulation, but also mind control. Yeah, oh. telekinesis and... Telepathy. She fucks with people's minds. Yes. Yeah. So she starts fucking with everybody's mind. She did it to Tony in the start to bring Ultron to life. She gets Cap. She gets Scarlet. And she tried to get Hawkeye. She tried to get Hawkeye. But Hawkeye's. Like right at the last minute, had the arrow and just. Yeah, like, I guess it was like a taser on the a end taser of the arrow. And just like pounded it right in her forehead. Like, I've done the mind control. I'm not having it again. <laughs> that's, that's the lie. Fuck you, bitch. Oh, language. Oh, okay. Captain wouldn't appreciate it. Captain could suck my big fat dick. Captain really wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. 
in the visions that they see, Cap sees all of his friends, I guess, dying. No, no with him it was uh, every, like right after World War II ended. Yeah. But they were dying. No, it was in Thor's they were dying. Well, didn't they, like, they were seeing blood and stuff, and like, and then at the end he was all alone. I remember he was alone, but I don't remember any of the, the blood on there. I remember in Thor's there was a... Okay, so yeah, but I was going to save Thor's towards the end, because... Because then you get Scarlet's, and she's uh, she's uh, looking at the Red Room, her her initiation into the, you know her training and stuff like that. Yeah. Which again, integration that comes up in Agent Carter. Ooh. Yeah, because there's a character in Agent Carter who not only is a graduate of this location, but also Haley Atwell and the Howling Commandos go and raid it. Okay. They even bring out a little Natasha. Huh. Not so sure, but I, I, I that's the episode I was on, and then I got busy. But <laughs> so she sees all that shit, and then we go to Thor, who you get Idris Elba showing up. Yeah, awesome. Then everyone starts dying. Yeah, lightning bolts like, flying out of him and yeah, shit. See him just going to Thor, just going. We're all going to hell. <laughs> yeah, Ragnarok. And then there's something else that you see. Slight image. He sees something. Some colors flash and a face. Yeah, and. He wants to know what it is. Oh, and then so Scarlet Witch then takes out Big Green. Yep. I want the big one. That's what she says. Oh, yeah. I want to finish the mission. I want the big ones. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of dirty. A little bit. Oh, so then fucking Hulk goes ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> and just starts terrorizing the town. And- Poor South African town, wherever they are, just gone. He's just over there literally... Tossing everything apart. Was it? It was. I think it was close to Johannesburg. Maybe some some place in Africa got their asses ringed Where by the Hulk. There, there's not an, a warlord controlling it. Yeah, but it looked like an actual city. So yeah, yeah. that's where we get Veronica. Oh yes. Now the satellite in the sky. I got that joke. That's a funny joke. Hmm. That's an Archie joke. Yep. Because there was one thing that could calm the Hulk down, and that was Betty. Yeah. And the other thing that could calm Archie down was Veronica. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Yeah. It's an Archie joke. So Veronica is a space protocol that literally falls from the heavens and tries to capture the Hulk first to buy time. Yeah, in this giant metal cocoon. Right. Which one thing they didn't they didn't do. Yeah. If you notice, it landed built up all around the Hulk. Yeah, it didn't make a floor. Well, what do you got to do? <laughs> we, we got, it's just supposed to delay because yeah. we have to build the Hulk Buster. Yeah. Which is designed, which he designed. Mark Ruffalo designs it with Tony Stark to say, okay, this is what you would need to stop me. And Veronica flies above like a never ending supply of detachable limbs. Oh yeah, parts for the Hulk Parts Buster. for the Hulk Buster, just in case. So, I'm guessing the idea is to get him attracted to something, have him tear it apart, and get so tired tearing it apart that he calms himself down. Yeah, and then... Tear as, off Veronica's clothes. And with that, we, we got to see that that didn't work. Not at all. But <laughs> the Hulk Buster with the, rock, with the multi-hit hand. That was the best. Got him against the wall, and just beating him just like... Punch, 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 punch. Like, go sleep, go sleep, go sleep, go sleep, go sleep. <laughs> Didn't work. It was kind of... Okay, so there's... <laughs> there's Igor from Iron Man 3. There was the the Heartbreaker in Iron Man 3. And there was... 
there was that like a bomb caser. These three Iron Man protocols create to make the Hulk Buster because that's yeah. all parts of those robots in this big one that yeah. was created. That sweet punch right in the face, like brah, and the Hulk spits a tooth out, and you see Tony Stark just like, I- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so cute. It was the best. <laughs> and if anyone's wondering, Hulkbuster finally wins. Finally. After he tried to pick up the Hulk and fly through, fly him out of town. Like, Here, we're going this way. And then the Hulk starts swinging his weight around. Like, no, no, not this way. No, not that way. Not that way. <laughs> so they're all beaten, battered, and all fucked up. And they need to find this place to hide because the Hulk brought them into the light in a, bad, in a big bad way. So they go to a safe house. Which happens to be Hawkeye's home. Basically. Where he has a wife and kids. And yeah. On a farm in the middle of nowhere. Hawkeye met Velma and banged her and made some kids. (laughs) Language. The captain would not appreciate it. (laughs) Okay. Hawkeye met Velma after she left Shaggy and consummated some children. (laughs) There we go. We'll go technical. They'll keep the captain happy. Right. And, like, they call, the kids call Scarlet, like, Aunt Natalie and shit. And it, it's like, what the fuck just, where did we come out of? <laughs> yeah, it's a whole mind twist. Yeah. Thor leaves because he wants more information about what the fuck, you know, he saw. And we have, we have that quiet time that we have in movies where it's like, they're trying to rebuild themselves and figure out things and trying to center themselves. Right, and then we get the a little bit more of the love story between uh, Banner and uh, and Romanoff. Yeah, I'm sorry if I had the option of dropping my radioactive cum into her barren wasteland. <laughs> Language. <laughs> Fine, hang on, give me a moment. If I had the option of dropping my Radioactive semen? Still a language. <laughs> it's technical. <laughs> oh, okay. If I had the option of dropping if my radio... the option of being with... Yeah. Oh, okay. I like what I was... Radioactive little soldiers into her barren wasteland. <laughs> okay. We're going to add a little to this. What? A little backstory. I, yeah, go the, ahead. Uh, what was it? The graduation ceremony. The graduation ceremony in the red room was that the assassins would get uh, sterilized. Yes, no babies for the the black widows. Yeah, that sucks. Took, As she put it, one less thing to worry about, so you can just keep killing. Right. Nothing was more important than the mission, which means you could totally just like unload your massive Hulk Hulk rage. <laughs> okay. All Pass of, that. All up inside her. Pass that. Right in that cooch. Oh. Okay. <laughs> right inside that. Which I would have done. Because it's not like, you know, she's begging for it. The whole movie. And it's like he's just trying so hard. I remember that scene that in, in The Incredible Hulk where they even made out. And he's like, I can't. If, if the heart rate gets too high, yeah, he, the heart tra- he goes high, green. He goes green. But it's like, so what? Whip it out. <laughs> Hulk uh, smash. Hulk smash that cooch. Oh, Lord, if we actually get to talk to Stan Lee about Avengers. <laughs> we might get banned from conventions. <laughs> oh, talk to Stan. Yeah. So, Stan, 
Did you happen to write any scenes where Hulk smashed Black Widow's cooch? In fact, Spider Friends, yes, I did. <laughs> back to the back to the movie. Oh, back to the movie. So apparently, Jeremy Renner is the Avengers Batman. Yeah, he is their their compass and their their guide for more of like, hey, a normal person probably wouldn't do any of this. I don't understand how she can she and his wife considered all the gods. Tony's still human. He's just really smart and has a lot of money. Yeah. He's not a god. <laughs> but then there's Thor. Yeah. There's okay. He's he's, te- he's, he's, he's technically dead. a god. And Hulk is an near indestructible, so. Yeah. And, and Black Widow is hot. Yeah. Yeah. And then Captain America, he he doesn't like language. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> but we get a peek at Civil War a little bit in here. About how Tony and Cap are just not going to, like, see eye to eye on things. And especially this thing, where Tony was really just trying to do good. He was trying to stop the Avengers. He wanted he wanted to not end the Avengers altogether, but just have a way that he would have to stop fighting. Yeah. And Cap, you know, Cap brings that line where it's like, Anytime somebody tries to prevent war before it starts, innocent people get hurt. Every time. And I, you know, I get that, but in the end, you, you need replacements. You need somebody to help you out, so. I'm all Tony. You know, if I, if I had to choose a side, I'd be with Tony. Yeah. So then we move on and we follow Tony and he gives his speech about how his legacy was that all the Avengers would die to fucking the, the coolest man in cinematic history. Nick Fury shows up, yeah! Yes, he comes back. Bad motherfucker. And that while Tony's trying to fix the tractor. Yeah, John Deere. And here Nick Fury walks up, comes out from the shadows, like, yeah, don't bring this thing to life, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So we get a little bit more of a story about what's going on. They were worried from the beginning that Ultron, being a computer program and being, you know, a sentient intelligence inside the internet would have access to nuclear codes. Yeah. But something is stopping it. Something is scrambling the codes over and over again. Yeah. And they don't know what it is. Nobody knows what it is. And it's like, do we have an ally that we don't know about? And no, he's like, no, Ultron has an enemy. They might not be the same thing. (laughs) So now we have different missions. The guys figure out that Ultron wants to evolve. He's going to use the vibranium to create himself... A new body. A new body. And Tony's going to go look for the ally... Mm-hmm. In the in the internet, at the nexus point. Yeah, which every bit of data across the internet goes through, funnels through. So yeah, so it's a split up a team, so that way not all the Avengers show up, so that way it can assemble later and get all big and bad. The scene with Ultron and the Doctor Lady, who's building his new body. Oh yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a Loki based theme of that scene, where it's like, you know, he has a grand plan. He's very grandiose about it. And he even uses the Loki Pokey stick to get her to do what, what he wants. Yeah. And he's building a body, and it's all purple and whatever. And you can look at it, and it's the Vision. What I was really expecting was, like, the first generation of the Vision. Or it was more of the green, like, just different shades of green, really. Green as, and yellow. Well, as far as I know, I've, I don't know any Vision. I've uh, like, my comics are DC, so... I mean, yeah. Well, they had that one. Then after a while, they had to re the 
made a new body to transfer himself into because pretty much outdated. Yeah. And that's the version that they used for the movie. That's what it's got. Or is it the green, the reds, and all that? DC should get it on that real fast. But at the same time, it would have been nice if you could actually see him go through walls. So, essentially, he is like the Martian Manhunter yes. of the group. Okay. Because he has that same air when he comes about. Mm-hmm. It's like, not completely there, but really everywhere all at once. Oh, another action scene, fight, trying to get this cradle that holds the body that he wants to As transmit his brain trying into. Trying to get through to the trailer that's being transported in. Right. You and get that shot with Scarlet Witch. I'm always picking up after you, boys. If she picks up Captain Captain Shield. Right. She needs her. She needs better weapons or whatnot. Well, she's got guns. And, and tasers. Not, and anything else she picks up off the ground. I guess so. <laughs> anything is a weapon. Cannon <laughs> tits. Oh, it's not Haley Atwell. <laughs> no, they're not. Scarlett Johansson has one hell of an ass on her, though. I, I just think back to that scene where she's in the bathrobe and it's all like, she's like a body with an extra ash attached to it. Yeah. And it's like, that is massive. And anyone that's listening to this will be like, oh yeah, no, I've seen that photo. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. During the whole celebrity hack. Yeah. Which the celebrities probably hacked themselves. Like the fappening. Sony. Yeah, the fappening. The fappening. Just like what happened with Sony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somehow they got leaked. Uh, Sorry, my brain's all thinking about, like, just sticking my face right in them cheeks. Oh, dear God. <laughs> anyway, back to the fight scene. <laughs> back to the fight scene. <laughs> anyway, so, Scarlet is down in this cradle, and, sorry, because there was a shot of her on the cradle, straddling it, and I got lost again. <laughs> <laughs> Good guys win, get the cradle, but they lose Romanoff. Yeah. Um, so they give the cradle back to Tony. And it's Tony and Banner. And they're at that same point again, where it's like, and we, we have a body, and guess what we just found? The ally. And it happened to be Jarvis. Jarvis. It was Jarvis. Still around. You Like, keeping the protocols to keep everyone safe. Yeah. Somehow... They want to put Jarvis inside the Vision's body. Yeah. So, so it would be sentient robot versus sentient robot. Yeah. They're like, no, we don't want to create another murder bot. <laughs> it's like, why are we doing No. And at the same time, when this is going on, Thor's found this wonderful creek or pond or whatever. In the it is the, the hot tub of dreams. Yeah. That's what it is. It is the hot tub of dreams. Not not like the Playboy hot tub of dreams, but more like... That's uh, the grotto. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, so he goes in there, he gets, he gets to go back into his vision that he had. Right. And to see exactly why, what was, things that he missed. Yeah, one of the things he saw was uh, the Tesseract, the the Aether, mm-hmm. and I don't know what they called it in the Guardians of the Galaxy, they just called it an orb. Oh, um, yeah, that I can't remember, that blue, the Blue Stone. Yeah. And then... then but and then, yeah. then finally, the Mind Stone. The Mind Stone, which they've attached to jar, uh, to the body of the Vision now. Yeah, because that was in the Loki Pokey stick. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that blue gem. It was actually a yellow stone inside of the blue gem. Which, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> That's four. From what I hear, there are six. Yeah. There should be a green one. And uh, so you've got blue, red, purple, and yellow so far. There should be a green one. There's another one. I think there's supposed to be like an orange one, I think. That's the other one. An orange one. Yeah. 
I don't know though. So I'm guessing the Infinity War is going to be about those two. Yeah, which pretty much with that, it's kind of like, hey, you get all six gems of different colors. It's kind of like the Green Lantern Gore with all their colors. Do they have the same properties and stuff? I'm not sure. Because that'd be cool. I know each different gem gives you different. Because like the ether was. They all seem to just destroy shit, no matter what yeah, you do. Yeah, or as we said, Guardians of the Galaxy, the stones gave the person, whoever holds it, the ability to kill entire plants, like mow down pe- yeah. whole plants like wheat in the field. Yeah, I remember that line. I just saw Guardians today. Oh, yeah, with uh, Benicio Del Toro, the king of mumbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was the king of mumbles. He is the king. Long live the king of mumbles. <laughs> and his Howard the Duck collectible. Oh, yeah. God, I hope that doesn't come into play. I don't. You know what's going up? They're probably going to do something with Howard the Duck. I hope it's not a standalone. I'm I'm hoping Howard the Duck ends up being like a short film that just like, hey, guess what? We're going to do a Howard the Duck short film that's going to play between like movies or something like. That. Yeah, or play it with the Howard movie. the Duck shows up on Agents of Shield. <laughs> hey, there you go. One episode of Agents of Shield just to get it out of the way. Yeah. Just like okay, here's your Howard the Duck. Okay, man, we're moving on. Be interesting, as long as they don't do another movie. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to see the mom from Back to the Future get <laughs> raped by a four-foot duck. <laughs> man. Duck man. Duck man. Anyway, back to the movie. Um, Stones. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so they're, they're imprinting Jarvis into this body. Cap shows up with the twins because he made peace with them. Yeah. Cap and Tony start fighting. To stop the creation of this robot. Yeah. And after all the fighting and everything else, that's whenever... Thor shows up. Thor shows up, takes hammer. his hammer, and slams it into the... Whatever that thing, or the cradle, or... Yeah, the big old... And... Pod. Powers it up. Supercharges it, brings it to life. Mm-hmm. It's the vision. And he just starts, like, I guess, clothing himself and manipulating the his body to create... Essentially, it was a green... Like a Martian Manhunter kind yeah. of look. And, and then he took a swing at... Thor, Thor him with the hammer. Right. And I guess that knocked the sense back into him. So it was like a Lazarus pit kind of thing. Yeah. And so they have an, another conversation. And then, like I said, this movie's built around conversations. and You gotta pay attention to the dialogue. Yeah, this one's, you know, Vision is the, the guardian. He says he's on the side of life, and Ultron's on the side of death. Yeah. And he must be destroyed. Then he looks at Thor and is like, I think we should get to work. And he hands Thor his hammer. Yeah, and you, and all everyone just kind of like just stopped. Like, what? Because <laughs> whoever shall hold it the, the hammer, hammer shall yeah. have the power of Thor. There you go. Be he worthy. Be he worthy. It's now it's like a suit up kind of thing. All right, suit up. We're gonna go get Ultron, who apparently went back to Cabbage Stand to take over, Which or is next to shoot him up stand. Next to shoot him up stand, and. Apparently, Cabbage Stand is going to become Level the Planet Stand. Yeah. Because he's going to lift it up into the sky and turn it into a meteor. Because that was Ultron's greatest thing, where a meteor of fire shall go across the planet and bring peace to it all. He wants a clean slate to start up, so nothing on this planet is living except for metal. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crazy fuck. Well, what do you expect? You give a robot teeth. And, you know, thoughts. Yeah. And, and not like, not like, it's, it's hell, destroy, kind that's another thing I liked about Spader doing it, it was like, he, it looks like Spader doing the acting. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know if they just motion capture They him. probably did. And he's just like, that's how I talk when I do my things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And as he, and what do you want with the vibranium? Oh, I'm glad you asked me that. Because I was going to spend ten minutes here telling you my evil plan. Punch <laughs> in the face. <laughs> yeah. It goes to the scene we're in the castle with Ultron. He, she, he's... Talking to Scarlet was like, I don't remember most of the conversation. Goes, it was uh, like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm glad you're here because I, I, I don't have anyone else. Because yeah. he had the twins and they, they switched sides. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to change everything. And the only way you can change. And the one thing, you know, about change is it may hurt. But, like they always say, whatever doesn't kill you. And then, like, and then. He gets ripped apart, and there's the new Ultron. Yeah, makes you stronger. And remember he said something about making an omelet without breaking a few eggs. If you could do that, I'd like to see it. <laughs> no, what that, the line is like, you know, what is, Captain made a comment, it's like, you don't need to destroy something to save the world. Or you don't need to break something to make something better. And he's like, obviously you've never made an omelet. <laughs> and like, Tony's like, he beat me by one second. <laughs> and that was the other thing I noticed about Ultron. was like, it sounded like everything that Tony would say came out of this guy's mouth. Yeah. So, like, if Tony was a supervillain, that's what it would be like. Yeah. That was pretty... I mean, I want to see that movie where the reverse is like, Tony Stark, warmonger, rah! Well, you know, maybe in the alternate. That was some fucked up shit. Universe. Oh, <laughs> uh, see. So... Cabbage Stand is starting to fly. It's essentially now it's that same Takari invasion kind of thing where yeah. Cap and Scarlet and Hawkeye, they're all fighting these robots. But yeah, because they have to make sure they kill because how the vision said every last copy needed to be destroyed. Well, Ultron can, yeah. Once he cut Ultron off the internet, there was no way for him to escape except yeah. through his own robots. So every if every robot is destroyed and he can't get out the internet, Ultron is destroyed. Yeah. So, and then so now it's Quicksilver and, or you know, it's the Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch. They're fighting off robots. Cap fighting off robots. Iron Man is trying to figure out a way to stop the, the flying city of Cabbage Stan, yeah. crushing the earth and destroying all life as we know. Destroying it. all life as we know it. Thor, is helping Iron Man. I guess. I don't know where the fuck he was half that movie. He's just like he wasn't barely there. Yeah, he was kind of he was like in a cave fighting other robots, but not there. No. Oh, so they figured out that there's only one way to stop it. They can vaporize the city, but there's still like people there. There's still cabbage stand there. The yeah. Population of them. And that's whenever you see the shield flying ship. Yes, the, the helicarrier or something. Yeah, the helicarrier. There it is, the helicarrier. There's Nick yeah. Fury at the helm, like, yeah, pull her out of mothballs. <laughs> it's like, she, you know, she works. It'll do. Whatever. <laughs> I really wish they had gotten the same guy who played the Gallica. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just like, will you stop playing that game and get to work? <laughs> that guy's playing Gallica. Yeah, that, guy, <laughs> that man is playing Gallica. You thought we would notice. <laughs> so they start bringing in airboats. And that was the other thing I liked about this one. Compared to Man of Steel, which is the only last superhero movie on the other side. Um, a lot of death, a lot of destruction, not a lot of saving. Yeah, this all savings. Yep, everyone. A lot of still destruction and you know. Yeah, but very minimal on the death scale. No, yeah, it's because it's robots. Fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> but like not very nobody minimal. Wants, on nobody the wants Terminators. Yeah, very minimum on the casualties, human casualties. Where they did what they had to 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 get at least everyone off that flying 
rock. Death trap. Right. So we're getting and oh, and War Machine shows up. Oh yes, that's cool. No, right. no, no sign. More, yeah, no more Iron Patriot. Thank God. Yeah, no more Iron Patriot. But back to War Machine with the big cannon on his shoulder. Nice. Not a lot of scenes from uh, Falcon though. He wasn't. In no, it. they kind of threw him like right at the end. That was the other thing I kind of noticed about this movie. Yeah, not a lot of black folks in this movie. <laughs> well, you're in Cabbage Town. There's not many. Well, I know you're in Cabbage Town. <coughs> we were in Africa for a half, for a little bit of this movie too. Yeah, but not all Africa is like entirely black. They were oh. close to Johannesburg. That's black and white. There was, a, yeah, but there was, there was. They could have at least put a little bit of Black Panther in there, like just like in Avengers. Yeah, but one, yeah, one scene. Yeah, but they're gonna, they're gonna show been... you. They're gonna show you a little bit, and then they're gonna make a Black Panther movie. Yeah. And they're going to tie it into that part of the movie as well. Yeah, because, like, he's going to have to rebuild that city that they destroyed. Yeah. Fucking Avengers. Just took a shit all over my town and left. Language. The captain would not appreciate it. <laughs> oh, that's another... Yeah, Nick Fury shows up with that, that yeah. joke, too. <laughs> Kills him the helicopter that comes out of the sky. He's like, son of a bitch. Like, you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> oh. And he goes right to the shot of Captain America, like, oh. <laughs> it's like, just, and it's, it's like his soul dies every little time. Every time. <laughs> then we get the big, the big splash page where it's everybody: Hulk, Scarlet Witch, Captain America, Black Widow, Iron Man, Vision. They're all fighting. All the Ultrons coming in all at once, and it's yeah. just like a big old. It's that. It was that same shot from Avengers where they did the. The pan around of like them getting ready and about yeah. to like take it out, but now they're like they're all mid action there, and it's a big orbital of like punching people in the face and energy blast, energy blast, and you know Scarlet Witch pull, you know, post them up, and Iron Man blasts them out of the sky, and it was just it was amazing. Oh, yeah. That shot was so that shot was worth the seventeen dollars I paid in IMAX to see it. It was worth the six fifty for what I saw in the, yeah. at Star Cinema Grill, but because now they're they're what they're doing is trying to protect this key or this button event apparently because once you hit this button, it turns the the, yeah. the the energy that's shooting it upwards back down, so it races back down faster and, and annihilates the planet. So they got Scarlet Witch helping the button. They're gonna clear everybody else off, and then Tony and Thor are gonna smash it to smithereens. Yeah. But there's a, one more casualty. The big spoiler of all of Age of Ultron. Somebody dies. Yep. Quicksilver. Yeah. Saving Hawkeye. Yep. Oh, that was another joke that was played out throughout the whole movie. Huh. Because in the beginning, when oh, he yeah. takes like, you didn't see that coming? And then like later, Hawkeye shoots a bullet through and then kicks him in the face and then, oh, you didn't see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> and then later it's like, it bounces back and forth, and the last thing that Quicksilver says to Hawkeye is like, I, "You didn't see that coming." And then dies and right dies. there. And you see him die on screen, so you know he's not coming back. Yep. Of course, there's always a chance he can go to Tahiti. No. <laughs> um, it's a magical place. According to the creative director of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Quicksilver is dead, 100% dead. Uh, so it's a lie, <laughs> but uh, I mean, as of right now, he's he's dead in the ground. So, but still, he can go to Tahiti. Yeah, but it's an option that they can do later. Probably. Yeah, as of right now, that they they posted him as dead. There's something else about this woman and this kid that was in. It made yeah. No, 
See, they were in the beginning. Yeah. Then they were at the end. Same kid, same woman. And I want to know who the hell they are. Well, there's going to be a lot of theories about that. We're, we'll probably find online. I hope it's like somebody like Doctor Strange or something. Maybe. Maybe like some someone from... I mean, maybe there's a character from China, from Cabbage Stan that just like... Because there has to be a reasoning. Everything about this, the cinematic universe makes sense somewhere. Like, it's either this character does this thing, that character does that thing. You know, even the smallest characters have some kind of play yeah. to move on to something else. Or lead to a new new place where we can learn more about the characters we already have. Ultron gets his heart ripped out by Scarlet Witch after he killed her brother. Yeah. Hulk saves Black Widow, but then takes off... Yeah, in the uh, shield... In the, in, in the Quinjet. Yeah. which stealth mode. Yeah, where not even shields can track that. Yeah. Then they hit the button. The thing starts to fall out of the sky. And Scarlet Witch is still on the island or that, you know, the flying city of Cabbage Stan. Um, Iron Man is there. Thor's there. But those guys can fly. Yeah. <laughs> and then Vision comes in, swoops in, and saves Scarlet Witch. Yep. And that begins her her never-ending trend of being moist for the Vision. Yeah. Because that happens later. Yep. Gross. <laughs> A little bit. And, but one of the Ultrons escapes. And they have a conversation between Vision and the last Ultron. Or the last body of Ultron. About how humanity is... They even have grace in their failures. Yeah. And it was a nice scene. It was really cute. Uh, not it, cute. Peaceful. Yeah. Up to the point where Vision blasts him with his Mind Stone. And even then it was still like... Just, like a mercy killing. Like that, it, it was the closing of that chapter. Like, we're yeah. done with you. And they go back to the new S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. Right. Tony Stark goes and finds himself, blah, blah, blah. He drives away. Thor goes back to... To Asgard. Asgard. And that leaves Black Widow and Captain America to look at the new recruits for the Avengers. Yep, we got the Vision. We got Scarlet Witch. Falcon. Falcon. And we got War Machine. War Machine. Wow, already this new Avengers has more black people. Two! Yep. DC needs to catch up. And yes, they do. They only have... Well, they're going to make the, uh, the the John Stewart Green Lantern. I hope so. That'd be yeah. awesome. Because he doesn't wear a mask. Yes. Why should he? Good. <laughs> I don't want him to wear a mask. And that's Age of Ultron. Oh, then the post credit scene. Mm. Yeah, we see, where you see... After it goes through the title sequence with the wonderful statue of all the Avengers fighting Ultron. Someone needs to make that into a statue, for yeah. real. If it's, not like, if it's not something you can buy regularly... Get a 3D printer. <laughs> I want a 3D... Just put in a program, let me have a 3D printer, and sell it to me. Take all my money, I will, I'll be gladly give it to you. I want one just like that, in marble or plaster or whatever. Make yeah. it look like that. But. Oh yeah, right after all the... The credits with that, with the statue, it goes to, you see the Infinity Gauntlet, but no jewels. Right. It opens up, and there's Thanos going, it's time to do it myself. Right. And he grabs the gauntlet. I don't know anything about the gauntlet. Does it have powers on its own? All all of the stones in it give him power, and he's immortal, so he can control the stones. But the, so the gauntlet itself doesn't give him powers. No, 
So it's it just, just gives him the ability like to hold all the stones at once without annihilating himself. Ah, because I remember in Guardians of the Galaxy, he tried to do that and it fry your ass. Yeah. Seven, unless, of course, you are ancient beyond ancient. Yeah. Which was what, why Quinn got to live for yeah, decades. Cause, yeah, because his father was an ancient being. Yeah. And that's Age of Ultron. Yeah. Not a bad movie. It's pretty good. That's awesome. Ant-Man's coming out next. Oh, yeah. That's going to be interesting as well. I saw the trailer for Ant-Man. Well, we both saw the trailer for Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. The ones in IMAX weren't as good as the ones in Star's Girl. I was like, there was a shit ton more trailers <coughs> in Star's Girl. Oh, yeah. Like, 40 trailers. And I saw the Jurassic World trailer in 3D. That was great. But the Ant-Man trailer, that was awesome. Oh, yes. That was... Again, yeah. more levity. More awesomeness. More badass fighting scenes. More brightly colored scenes. More brightly colored scenes with light. <laughs> and, then, and then you watch the Batman Superman trailer after that. And it's just like... Dark saturation. <laughs> where I didn't even see this guy's face. Uh, that's why they had to give him white eyes. So they could see the fucker on the screen. <laughs> and that's, that's like the ultimate pissing contest. Batman Superman. Which is not going to be much of a pissing contest because there's no kryptonite to level it out. Oh, Batman will find it. I'm sure he will. Because that's how it always goes up in the comics. I want Wonder Woman to beat the shit out of both of those guys. Oh, yeah. It'll happen. Uh, but on a side note, got Comic Palooza, Memorial Day weekend, and we'll be there doing a podcast straight from the floor. Oh, yes. Please come by, hang out, talk with us. We'll be more than happy to shoot the shit. Oh, yes. And watch your language, because the captain doesn't like it. Uh, watch <laughs> your gosh darn language. <laughs> I'll definitely do it. I'll I'll bring my PG game when uh, we go on the floor. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll be there with everyone else, and probably by the time this, com- this comes up live, which will be on Tuesday, we'll, be, uh, we'll have the, anou- the winners already announced and on the website, so... For the giveaway. For the four-pack of tickets. Yeah! Free shit! We hope we'll see who wins. No one sent me any booby pictures, so I couldn't make a winner that way. Oh, God. (laughs) That's what a... You sent me a booby picture, you're going to get a ticket. Yeah, but by the time this comes out, the the giveaway's already over with. Well, whatever. Unless you go buy your own ticket and give it to somebody. I can do that. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> send me a booby picture at Dogfin Radio on Facebook or on Twitter. And we need to edit that and change it up. <laughs> Booby's not a bad word. I'm talking about the, the bribery. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess we'll the end of this episode. And if there's anything at all you want us to talk about on the show or via games to review or anything like that, just send us an email at dogfinradio at gmail.com or just leave a comment on the dogfin facebook page or send us a tweet at dogfin radio what he said at dogfin radio on twitter there we go (laughs) anyway i'm john i'm randy this has been dogfin radio